right now we've got some objects displayed on our page, but they're currently hard-coded into the Ember route, and we want to connect it to a Rails API. So let's go ahead and create that. So we're on Rails 5, so we can type in Rails new, and we'll put in our name, we'll call it the Rails API, and we'll put in the dash dash API command. And so that'll create a Rails app. It'll be a little bit different than a regular Rails app. It'll remove the jQuery and the TurboLinks gems. Some other differences are in the application controller. So it'll have config.api only set to true. It won't check for CSRF protection. And it'll inherit from action controller colon colon API. So now that we've generated it, Let's go in there and get started. We'll start off with Rails migration, and we will create monsters table. And I know there's more efficient ways to do this, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and edit this in the file. So we'll create a string for the name, and then we'll create an integer for the level and then we'll run that migration. Next, we'll create our monster model at monster.rb, so class monster, and it'll inherit from the active record base. And there's not much we need to do there besides just declare it. Now, off screen, I'm going to go into the Rails console and create several monsters. So we have four monsters in our database now, and we'll want to display them in JSON to render them at a certain URL that our Ember app can look at. We'll start by going to our routes file and adding the monsters resource. Then we'll add a controller for the monsters. And we'll have our index route which is very simple, we'll render JSON just monster.all. So that will take all the monsters in our database and show them in JSON format when we call monsters.json. So for our Ember app and our Rails app to connect, they have to both be reaching out and be coordinated so that they're connecting in the right way. And this is our first attempt from the Rails app to make that connection. It's not going to be our final attempt. We're going to change a little bit later, but first, let's make some progress on that Ember app. Let's get them closer and see where they do and don't align. We'll start in the application route. So right now we're hard coding all this, but we're going to want to do something like this. This is actually the final API we're going to be using. And it's really simple. So we call to our store, that's our Ember data store, which is really useful to have around when you have a large amount of objects you're keeping track of. And you're going to find all of the monsters. And we're going to find them all from the server, and we're going to have to tell the server how to do that. But first, let's see what that does right now. So right now, it says there is no model found for monster. So let's go ahead and make that. So we're going to have a monster model. 
And what this does is it defines what is and isn't in a monster model. So we're gonna give it the different attributes, such as name, and we're going to use the attribute function here and say that name is a string. So it'll be coerced into a string, whatever's coming over the wire. And usually strings don't need much coercion, but sometimes numbers do. And so the level, even if it comes over as a string, it'll be coerced to a number, so we know what we're dealing with. Something to note here as well is that if something isn't defined as an attribute, then our Ember data model will not show it, even if it's coming through via the JSON. All right, so let's see what this does. So we're getting a different error message now. It says, we can't find localhost 4200 slash monsters. So when we call this.store.findAll, it's trying to find it at the monsters route. It's trying to find JSON there, but it's trying to find it at localhost 4200, which is where we're hosting our Ember app, and not 3000, where we're hosting our Rails app. So what we can do is we can go to the .embercli file and this will let us set the option of proxy. And we're gonna set the proxy to localhost 3000. And so what that does for us is, well first we're gonna have to restart our Ember app. So anytime you change some configuration then you have to restart it from scratch because live reload won't work there. All right, so we're making some progress and it has a different error. It says, normalized response must return valid JSON API document. So it's expecting our monsters JSON to be in the JSON API format. And this is not the JSON API format. So what we have to do is make the format that Ember expects and the format that Rails gives out the same. And we can do that by changing either end of it. And actually, we're gonna go ahead and change both ends. On the Rails side, we're going to use the Active Model Serializers gem. And on the Ember side, we're going to use the Active Model Adapter add-on. We'll start with the Active Model Serializers gem. It recommends that you use 0.10.0, but I happen to know that 0.8, that line is the one that works best with the Ember Data Active Model Adapter add-on. So we will add the Active Model Serializers gem in our gem file. We will run the bundle install. And then we will restart our Rails server and we will generate a serializer and it will be the monster serializer. Let's go to that monster serializer. So the monster serializer, it comes with an ID attribute and we can add other attributes like name and level. Now let's go ahead and look at here we have monsters as the array. So the array is labeled now. Previously, this monsters key wasn't there. Now it's time to change things on the Ember side. So we'll go ahead and install the active model adapter. 
And of course, we're gonna have to restart that Ember server anyways, so there we go. And then we'll have to create a new file. So it'll be in the adapters folder and it'll be the application adapter. And so you can have individual adapters for each type of model that you have. So if you have a monster thing, if you have a level thing, then you can adapt all of them separately. But the application adapter is what applies to all of them. And so we'll tell them, all right, instead of JSON API adapter, we want you to use the active model adapter. And looky there, everything is connecting correctly. So let's trace back everything that's involved. So we create a table of monsters in our database and we have our monster controller to, well, it would provide data about relationships and stuff like that. And then in routes, it says that we have the monsters resource and that'll default to the monsters controller. And in the index route, then we're returning all of the monsters. And then we go to our serializer, which allows us to say which attributes we're gonna send out. And the gem that lets us do this, of course, is active model serializers in the 0.8 line. Then on the Ember side, we have our active model adapter, which comes from an add-on, telling us what form to expect the JSON in. And then we have our monster model, which tells us what attributes we're willing to accept. And finally, in our application route, we're using the store to call find all for the monsters. And that tells Ember to go look at the slash monsters route in our proxy, which is defined in .ember CLI. Then the monsters that come from this end up being put into the template and looped through this each block and then displayed, giving us finally what you see here. I know this seems like a lot, and that's because it is when we're setting up the first time. But when we're doing this for other things, all we'll have to see is this handlebars and this statement. This is the simple core that we did all this setup to get to. And now that you have the connection to Rails, then communicating along that connection should be much easier from now on. In the next video, we finally get to start with some of the fun stuff. We'll be making edits in real time and having them saved to the Rails server. I'll see you then.